Okay, so this is the first episode of the Jay Harris PT podcast. Um, as most of you will know, and as you can see, I've got my good, good friend, Tom Pollard, who's also a client of mine. Um, I had no hesitation in wanting to Tom as me my first guest on the podcast because I know we've got quite an interesting background of stuff to speak about. So, as always, well, what I'm going to start doing with the podcast is uh, letting the guests introduce themselves, just tell everyone a little bit about yourself. So, Tom, just introduce yourself a little bit. Hello, Chicken Nugget. Just joking. <laughs> um, as you can see, first of all, can I point out my amazing background? That is pretty cool, that, to be fair. Do you know what I mean? 21st century technology. Woo! Anyway, so <laughs> a bit about me. Um, obviously, my name is Tom, as Jay said. You've probably seen me on his Instagram a lot, falling over and hitting myself in the gym. Uh, that is literally just 2% of our sessions. You know, luckily, you get it on camera. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm 27. And I'm currently a ops manager for a growing brand, um, Balls Deep Bar on Seal Street, um, SAS Cafe on Tafflon Street, and then we're looking to expand in other areas, mainly in the Northwest. And that's keeping me on my toes, keeping me busy, which is good. Um, yeah, that's a bit, little little background about me, I suppose. The rest is boring, you don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> need well, to know the rest. That's one thing, obviously, like, the main thing, you, the main reason you started the sessions is obviously working in, like, the hospitality side of things. So. Like, yeah. how long have you been in the hospitality business now? Oh, um, probably coming on now about seven, seven years, touching seven, seven years. years. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, what what impact has that had on you, like, like physically, mentally, everything, like over the past seven years? Oh, massively, it changed my whole lifestyle completely. Um, obviously, I started started off working out in Sainsbury's, you know, a little retail job. I think the latest I'd finish was 10 p.m. You know, I'd be home by half 10 catching up on EastEnders and Curry. So, <laughs> so that was the life. It was, it was great. Yeah. And then um, it just got a bit boring, a bit repetitive for me. You know, there was no buzz. There was no buzz to it. So, I, you know, I dropped into the hospitality industry, as many people do. Um, and, yeah, it changed my lifestyle completely. You know, I was partying more. You know, I was experimenting you know i'll be honest you know i was experimenting with drugs doing all kinds fast food ridiculous because you are you finishing at like 2 3 a.m sometimes you know sometimes later yeah so all you want to do after a 12-hour shift is have a shot have a pint yeah go out party and then finish off with a kebab so i think you know in terms of lifestyle massively changed massively changed you know it, it could have got dangerous so like you've been doing hospitality for like seven years so how, how many years out of that seven do you reckon was like that you know like drinking after work and like a takeaway yeah. after work and that i think the first two years of my hospitality career so we say um is when i really hit it hard you know i met a new group of friends who we all have the same common interest was let's let's go out after work and get baby but it wasn't a case of once a week it was every shift yeah it was you know, finish our shift and we'd go out and we'd end up in good old tiki joe's till 6am you know absolutely smashed and that was the norm you know you'd get your wage and it'd be like right let's spend it on booze you know i think that first two years i hit it so hard and um, even after that you know it was still it was still party but 
not not as excessive as them first two years of the hospitality industry. You know, it, it killed me off. Way. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like you just said there, that it killed you off. So, like in what way did it did it like make you tired for work, or was it just the just drinking and all that just made you physically feel like just deflated yeah. and like unenergetic? Uh, yeah. I would say unenergetic. I'd say. You know, I was looking forward going into work because after the shift we'd we'd have a drink and we'd go yeah. out and you know that was that was enjoyable to look forward to. But in the sense of how I felt physically, you know, I'd sleep all day. Yeah. If I was in at five PM, I weren't getting up till three, half three. Yeah. That was the norm. That that was literally the norm. You'd go to work, you'd go out, you'd go home and sleep, and then you'd get back up for work and that was the cycle I got in. Uh, like, uh, how long did it take for you to get out of that that rut? Or you're still in that type of rut? I say rut, but it's not so much a rut. It was just kind of that routine. Should I say it's probably the better way out? Are you still in that routine now, or has that changed over the past couple of years? Kind of looking forward more to the drink side of stuff rather than going into work. Not not that you weren't going into work to work, but going into work solely just to work. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um... I think the changing point for me is when I actually seen this as a career, as in, wow, I can actually do well in this and go far and yeah. make something big out of it. I think it was that switch of, right, I need to stop going out all the time. I need to actually focus on the job I'm meant to be doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, luckily I had, I was surrounded by friends that supported me. And I think there's a, there's a tight group knit that of us in hospitality that have gone through that. And that uh, we're still friends today, you know, one's an office manager for Ghetto Golf, you know, one's a GM of Ghetto Golf and so on and so forth. You know, we've all kind of gone our separate ways in the hospitality, but I think it was the same for everyone. It was just that switch of, wow, this is serious, you know. Yeah. I think, you, you like, can... the good thing with you, Tom, is that, like, even in Sainsbury's, you've kind of, you always get good job roles, you always work hard and you get the job roles and you get promotions and, um, like that hasn't changed obviously in the hospitality. Like, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah definitely. You really went like, obviously, I think what what was it like bar supervisor and then so like yeah, you know, I, now your yeah, operations. literally, literally just started as a bartender. You know, it was a case of you know I was as a manager in Sainsbury's and the gamble I took to leave that career to just be a bartender was massive. Um, and then yeah, it, I just loved it. The minute the minute I stepped foot on that bar, it was just it was just something I wanted to do, and the progression was quick to bar supervisor, to bar manager, to assistant general manager, to eventually general manager, and then obviously working for different companies and getting that experience and background, what I wanted in order to get where I am today. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was quick, uh, but it's not because it's just been you know given to me. I I have worked hard to get where I am oh, today. Yeah. Well, I remember. Like, I remember the time when you took that jump from Sainsbury's to Beer Keller, which was your first job, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember thinking, wow, you like you were 16 or so when you started in Sainsbury's and within, yeah. what was it, like 12 months, 18 months, you were like manager. Yeah. Was, and I remember yeah, like, wow, like you've really, like at that point, I was thinking like, you've made it. Like at 18, I was like, you're manager I did of Sainsbury's, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when you took that jump and it was just like behind the bar, let's say, I was like, Oh wow! Like that's a that's a risk. Yeah, it's a risk. Um, what was the reason for you leaving Sainsbury's in the first place? Because as you said, you were finishing at ten o'clock. You had your nights, yeah, yeah. your days planned, and you know what was the reason for leaving? I think the the pinnacle for me was 
Um, originally, obviously, I was based in Liverpool in the East Prescott Road store, um, where my dad worked for years. You know, it was it was him who got me in when I was sixteen, and you know, on the whole down, I thought, yeah, this is great, this is fantastic. You know, I wanted a car, I wanted to go on holidays. And the only way I was going to get that was by working hard and getting them promotions in order yeah. to get more money, you know. And then I moved to Warrington um, to open a new store in Chapelford. And, you know, I just didn't, I really didn't enjoy it from the get-go. And um, the traveling was a bit hard. And, you know, you only think, oh, Warrington's 20 minutes up the road. But I'd do an eight-hour shift in Sainsbury's and I'd do, say, a 16-hour shift in beer color and I'd feel yeah. more from the eight hour shift in Sainsbury's it was just you know it sucked the life out of you and that's not me mocking it in the slightest or saying you know anyone who works in supermarkets doesn't have a soul because that's not that's not what I'm saying you know my dad still works at Sainsbury's and you know Jay you know my dad very well he's the most horrible ever and he goes in and he'll have a great time but I think for me it, it just wasn't working I got to that point I just wasn't enjoying it yeah something new I needed a change and that was me get out the bar I'm like, like how come you went into hospitality in the first place like how come you moved from like how come you didn't let's say go from Sainsbury's to Asted or whatever how come you went from like Sainsbury's to a completely yeah. different job like at the time what was, what was the reason the whole thing behind it was um, a friend of mine you know obviously you know himself James Doran and um, he, he worked in Sainsbury's briefly with me for, oh, I don't know, maybe two months. Yeah. And he left to get a job in the bar, which was beer colour. And, you know, he'd tell me about, oh, the tips are amazing, the atmosphere is great, the football's on, all this and all that. And he used to be telling me this, and I used to be like, God, well, where's my bus? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going in, stacking shelves and yeah. taking delivery thing on the freezing back door at 6am. Like, why is he getting all the fun and how I'm not? And I remember, I remember him saying, there's a job there for you, you know, come, it'll be great. And I told you today, and I remember telling me mum and dad, and my mum and dad were like, what are you doing? No, don't be doing that. You know, you don't want to be working at a bar. And, you know, he let me make my own decision. I mean, I was, I think I was 18 anyway, so I was going to do it. <laughs> but, you know, out of respect, you know, you do, I do this and I still to this day, even though I'm 27, I still take my mum and dad's advice and the relationship we have. But it was, yeah, it was the case of James saying, come, just come, you know, you can make all, all these tips and have a laugh and watch footy. That's <laughs> amazing. I wanted to <laughs> pick, you know, so for me, it was, right, I, I'm, I'm borderline depressed. I'm an 18-year-old kid. I shouldn't be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I want to have fun. I want I want this lifestyle. Yeah. And um, so that was it. Yeah, it was literally, well, I've got, yeah, James Doran to thank for that. <laughs> So, like, what's interesting there is, as you said, it's been seven years or so. Um, I want to know what, like, impact it had on you, like, physically. So, like, whether it was tiredness or, um, like, your routine of eating, drinking. Um, has that changed you at all over the past seven years? I know you said the first two years were quite bad in terms of you going out after work and that. But, obviously, the higher job roles you've had, like, has that changed you? Has it made you, you know, your hours longer at all? And you struggle to get like a, a routine of food and drink and stuff in your like daily or you know, oh, yeah. what your routine like? Yeah. I think, you know, as I've um, got the promotions and progressed and especially when I got to the level of general manager, yeah, you know, 
that's a hard job. You know, credit to every GL there. It's you are, you know, everything everything that happens, it falls on the GM, yeah. no matter what it is. So the stress that comes behind that and the pressure that comes from ops and so forth is so much. You know, there was time I was doing 60, 70 hour weeks. Um, I ain't cooking, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm doing 60, 70 hours a week. I'm not going over and I'm not going to start cooking. I'm getting takeaways, you know. I'm getting a Mackey, I'm, I'm getting, you know, when I wake in Manchester, I'm going next door and getting a foe. Yeah. Um, it's quick. You want quick, you want that quick food, you want that energy now. Yeah. You know, I haven't got time and you think, oh, maybe I'll prep next week. When? Yeah. You know, when I'm not working 70 hours a week, I'm sleeping, I'm trying to rest and recover. Yeah. So I'm getting up at silly times, I'm skipping breakfast, I'm not drinking water because I want them sugary drinks to get the energy. Yeah. You know, I want the chocolate to get me energy. And before you know it, you put on four stone, <laughs> which is the reality of it. And do you know what I mean? When yeah. when it starts to be a killer, oh my god! Like I was slim, like I was slim. I really was. And I think two, three, four years down the line, uh, you know, I got to a stage I was massive. Like for me, for me, like I look back at them pictures and it, it makes me sick. And you know, it it, it is. It comes to that lifestyle. As I said, you're doing seventy hours a week. At, I'm not cooking. Yeah. I'm not. Well, uh, like it's it's a good job you've just said that because that's kind of what I was going to move on to next. Where over the, obviously the past years, like I don't know the, your first four years, as you said there, kind of from beer colour onwards, you notice you were putting weight on and stuff. But for some people, they don't realise that they put weight on. So was there a certain time where, you, as you said, you kind of look back at photos now and you see yourself when you start to be a yeah. colour, like. Yeah. The difference. So, wow, <laughs> was there like a time there? Like, has there been a time over, say, the past seven years where there was one time in particular where he was like, "Wow, I need to like change here." Yeah, I mean, I think as I got older, I always knew I'd put I'd put the weight on. I always knew that I knew that I wasn't that slim twenty nineteen year old yeah. who first off that beer color, and I knew that. I think for me, when it got to the point where it was enough, enough was and when I moved to Manchester to to run a bar restaurant there, and um, I got to I got to just under sixteen stone. Now bearing in mind now I'm thirteen seven now, and that's only a year ago. Yeah. And I was depressed, mate. You know, I'd put a top on and I'd look in the mirror, and I wouldn't want to leave. I wouldn't want to leave. You know, apartment. My shirts were like popping open, but I was in that stage of I was putting a large shirt on, or like say a 16 and a half, 17 inch collar, and it was popping open. But if I'd go to that XL or 18 and a half shirt, it looked like a bloody kitten. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't win, and I was so, I was getting so frustrated and agitated. I remember one day just opening my wardrobe and shoving all my clothes in the bin bag and taking them downstairs and throwing them in the bin and being like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I, I, it was clo- very close to being very depressed. You know, I didn't like looking at myself. I'd look at pictures and I'd hate it. I'd avoid pictures. Someone would want a picture, I wouldn't want to be in it. Yeah. You know, it got to that stage and I was like, right, something needs to change. Like what? What was the main factor in that? I mean, I know we said there you were you were going out drinking and partying, and that that was mainly the first two years. So yeah, like, yeah. 
what was the like the, the next three or four years? What like what do you think was the reason for, for the weight gain? Do you think it was just a mixture of your your lifestyle in terms of your working hours, your food, what you was drinking on nights out and stuff? Do you think it was just a mixture of everything, or was there anything in particular that was kind of the culprit for it? You know what? I, I could easily just say, oh yeah, it was the ale, but I think the main culprit was the takeaways. If I'm being honest with you, uh, the takeaways and lack of exercise. Yeah. The only exercise I was getting really was in work, doing walking around and whatnot. But I'd have a gym membership. I'm paying, I was paying like fifteen pounds a month for four months, and I didn't go once. Yeah. You know, but my mindset was, well, I've got a gym membership, so you know, I can go if I want to. Yeah. But I didn't. Definitely for me, it was the food. You know, my my um, the lifestyle of that and the diet I had was atrocious. It really was. You know, the calories I must have been intaking is scary to think, to be honest with you. What, what do you think your calorie intake was at that time? Oh, I think um, I want Manchester. The Manchester was peak for me when I moved to Manchester. I think that was the start of. Well, I was eating pretty bad. I'd say you're on a Saturday easy. I was consuming two thousand, if not more calories. Yeah, easy. And for my side, I mean like. Five six. I should not be consuming that many calories in my exercise. Um, it was probably more if I'm being honest, because you had the two pints after the shift, or yeah, you know the kind of coke you have. That's yeah. probably I'm just talking food there. Um, it was just it was just constant. You know, it was just eating all the time. So, like Manchester, as you said, there was kind of like the time where you was. It kind of hit your heart one time. Like I remember, it was less than a year ago now, wasn't it? I think when we went to footy was what September, October, which was like the first time me and you had seen each other in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we went for we went and watched the footy after it. And I remember being sat there with you, and you were saying like, "I need to change. I need to change." Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a PT, like you can imagine how many people say that to me and go, "Ah, oh, I need to do this. I need I need you to train me. I need you to do this." But there was something I remember coming back home and I was saying, like, I'm going to end up training, Tom. And I just yeah. knew yeah. just just by how you were wearing it because there was something, like, behind it where I was like, yeah, like, he's not in a happy place in terms of how he's feeling, no, like, no, physically no. in that. Um, and yeah. I remember when we played footy and we didn't play for long. But I remember you saying, like, I am knackered here. And you were saying, like, I'm I was gaffing. I yeah. And you wanted to go and goal a little bit longer. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, I, I, I literally was, felt like... I was going to kill over and have a heart attack, like legit. Is that, like was that was that one of the turning points for you as well, like that 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 game? Because as I said, it wasn't a long game. There wasn't many of us. It was a small pitch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that like one of the reasons? Or was that one of the the wake up calls for you as well, where you kind of played footy for the first time in a while? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've always played footy, you know, all my life, and I've always been quite fit, you know. I'm a decent enough player, so I've always been. I was quick, you know. I was known. I, I used to play left back, and I was quick. Yeah. And you know, obviously, getting in the job I was in and the lifestyle I got in, I fell out of the football, you know. And um, all my mates still lived in Liverpool. I didn't really make the effort to make friends in Manchester. It was all about my career, if I'm being honest with you. So yeah. I didn't have them mates to play football, so I kind of fell out. So that game we played, I remember. I remember it very well. I remember after it was it was like the last that was the last thing for me it was like right something needs to change I cannot be this tired after five minutes of running 
like that's insane yeah. absolutely insane you know what I mean I'm like I don't smoke I don't yeah. you know it's not like it should be lungs I felt asthmatic I'm not even asthmatic yeah. that's what it felt like like my chest had closed and I just thought no this is it now yeah. like this is it and that's when I had the conversation with you I was like I need your help yeah well I, I remember it I remember that conversation really well because I said the amount of people that come up to you and if they haven't seen you for a while oh you need to train me I need to do this I need to do that but there was something when you said it, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to end up training him if he stays in Liverpool yeah. and doesn't like go to Manchester or... Cause I yeah, think, yeah. I think he just started a new job at this point, and I was like, if, if work doesn't get in the way, I know I'll end up training him. And literally, what, within a week or two, you started with me. I started, yeah. Um, and we'll remember that first session till the day we die, because obviously for two reasons. One, I remember I, like... The first, the first session with almost everyone, 99% of people, it's like totally different to the body. It's like the body's in yeah. shock. They're doing things out of the comfort zone and that. But then two week, for two weeks after that, I didn't see it again. And it wasn't because you couldn't train. Well, it wasn't because you didn't want to come back. It was literally because something else prevented it and you wasn't well for two weeks. Like, really. Yeah, I was really weeks. ill. Um, and that kind of makes me, like, looking back now, because I had what you had, um, and mine was not long after Christmas, and that Christmas, yeah. when I had it, like, I really went all out to Christmas, like, eating whatever I yeah. could, drinking cans of Coke, like, doesn't, I mean, when, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think you've ever seen me drink a fizzy drinking, for, like, Literally. Like, yeah. years or something. Literally, um, never. Like, so I, I, like, went out, and then about a week after going back to work, I was off with what you had. And it, yeah. it makes me think, is this something down to more than just your body being in shock? Is it like because you, your lifestyle's being quite bad that your body's literally just giving up? Well, not giving up, but it's in that much shock. You're just like crashed out. I was gr- like, I was great after that session. Like, yeah. literally, I, I remember having to leave the gym. I, I thought I was like, I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a heart attack. I remember my body shaking and I was sweating and I looked on my phone, I got the camera on, and I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Um, but it's interesting you say that, yeah, you know, could that could that have been a factor? You know, maybe that illness was coming up and that just sped it up, Yeah. Uh, which is what I think, and uh, I think that was always coming, but that session definitely wrote me off and could have put me off, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. And that, it could have. Yeah, well, that, that was the worrying thing for me, because... Like, I remember you saying, oh, like, I'm not well. And I think we had, like, I think we were doing one a week at this point. And yeah, I yeah. Like you said, a couple of days after, like, oh, I haven't been well at all. And I came to your session, and you was like, oh, I can't make it. And then it came to, like, the week after, and you was like, I still feel really bad. Yeah. And I, was, I remember saying, I was like, I think I've put him off here. Like, I think his first ones really wrote him off. And we only done about half an hour as well, because... Yeah, it wasn't a full one. I, I physically yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. I physically couldn't and, and do I was it. Like, or, like, I was thinking if I pushed them too hard, whereas I was thinking, no, it's kind of how we ease people in. I was like, I don't know, just something was saying, oh, I hope he hasn't stopped already, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Literally, you came back. In that time, I'd moved gyms, and then yeah. you went from one session to two sessions, two sessions to three sessions. So three, yeah. I want, like, it, this isn't, like, to big myself up or you know, get compliments off you or anything, but I want to know how the sessions have impacted your life for the past, well, it's been nine months now that you've been doing them roughly yeah. on and off. As I said, yeah. you know, whenever whenever I do a post, I'll always say, you know, you've opened the bar, 
we've had Christmas, we've had your birthday, we've been ill, you've been on yeah. holiday. There's been so many things that we've done in the time that you've been training, but we've still always tried to get the three sessions in a week. So I just want to know what, what type of impact it's had on you over the last nine months, like physically, mentally, uh, anything really. Oh, massively. Obviously, the big one is physically. Like, you know, as I said, when I left Manchester, I was just under 16 stone. And now I'm 13 7, and that's not because I've just stopped eating and I've fasted for the past nine months. <laughs> that's because I have gone from one session to two sessions to three sessions, you know. You know, we weigh, we weigh myself at the start of your session probably once a week. You know, we'll take photos, which eventually we'll post but you know the change is massive like massive like for the first time in forever and body confidence yeah uh, and you know mentally i feel good physically i feel good you know i remember playing football just before lockdown yeah and uh, with, with with you know the lads my mates group of mates i've got I remember one of the lads, Jack, saying, are you going to stop running? Like, what is going on? And I just felt, it made me feel really good about myself because yeah. if you go back to the first time we played football, I was nearly dying after five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Now I'm running for an hour non-stop and I could go on and on. Yeah. And, you know, that's all down to, you know, obviously doing the sessions with yourself and being so focused on the goal I want to get to yeah. and, with the help of you, you know, it's helped me massively, absolutely massively. I've always said, like, like I'm not, I'm not your typical trainer who's one of them who like screams at people. I'm not one of them trainers who, you know, if you, if I see it on a photo with a bottle of Corona or something, yeah, I'm yeah, one of them yeah. who's like, why are you, eating, you know, why are you drinking yeah. that? That's not my type. Like, I kind of, I've always said, you know, I, I'll always try and make the sessions fun, and as as you said in the introduction, like. I don't, think, video, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen someone fall or trip over. <laughs> what like just the, the things that go on in our sessions, and as you said, that's literally two percent of like what we get up to. Isn't it? <laughs> but I always try and like make them as fun as possible. Like I will film little funny parts, or we will have a laugh, and we will have a joke, and and things like that. And I think for me, I find it's always worth. The results may be a little bit slower in terms of. You could be thirteen some five right now instead of thirteen seven. Yeah, seven, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. results could be, yeah. but sometimes I feel like it's certainly with me. I'd sooner have someone who's. I say I'm not big myself, but I'd sooner have someone who's approachable, like funny, like funny to be around. We have a laugh, you know. It's not too serious. Oh yeah, it's not too yeah. serious. I think one of the main things as well is. You see results as well, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. The main thing. Yeah, and you know. I think with yourself, and again, it's not picking you up, but, you know, we're talking about the podcast, so let's let's talk serious here, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll always be honest, you know that, Jay, I'm 100% yeah, honest. Yeah. I don't beat around the bush, if I think something's wrong, I'll say something's wrong, and yeah. if it's right, I'll say something's right, but I think you go that extra mile, and not with just me, because it's been made for so long, but, you know, I know what the clients you train, and you do the exact same to them, yeah. it's a little, it's just like, the thing I look forward to is seeing the video. Yeah. That on Instagram, you know, that little video of... Because you see yourself then, you're like, you know, wow, you know, I have come far and from where I 
things like that that you look forward to that for, I can't wait to see this video. And yeah. I speak to, I think every you probably have feels that exact same way. And again, that's not speaking you, that's just speaking the truth. Yeah. Um, you know, the little check-ins, little WhatsApp messages, you know, how's your food being today? You know, what have you done today? That helps mentally. It really does. Because I think if, you know, I did have a PT that i just seen at the session and that was it. And didn't do the videos, didn't do the little WhatsApp messages. I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. Of course, I would be in a better position than I was a year ago, but definitely would not be where I am today. And I think that helps massively. As you said, give that little bit of fun factor and the more personal touch, you know, personal trainer. Yeah, exactly. The key word, personal. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. And I think, as you said, we've knew each other. I mean, we've been best mates since, oh, like, best mates since, what, year nine, ten, something like that, where we just literally yeah. hit it off, like, because we were in, like, different bands, as they called it, in school. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really communicate. We were never in the same class or anything until everything merged yeah. within, like, year nine or year ten. And instantly we hit it off, and you know my personality, I'd say, more than anyone. You know, I, I never take anything serious. Not that I don't take anything serious. I don't take myself too seriously. Uh, <laughs> And you're exactly the same. Like we, we're professional with yeah, what we yeah. do, but we have the yeah. best laugh doing it, like doing our jobs, doing Absolutely. our yeah. bike rides, anything like you know, like and I think that's why, you know, the amount of messages you get about the sessions, the amount of messages yeah, yeah. I get about yeah. your sessions, like and I think people see yeah. that, which is what I want. That's why I do the videos. I want people to see like the bond yeah. that we have in there. Yeah, as yeah, I think it's key, you know. It's our sessions are as you said the brilliant and it's not because we have been you know best mates for what 12 13 years maybe it is you know maybe we do have that we you know we bounce off each other and um, that comedy factor you know we we always said we'd love to have a tv show imagine you know the laughs it'd be insane goggle box is our next step isn't it and so forth or you know I know clients that you train as well that still has that same laugh with you that we have and I think that's just your personality that rubs off on, on the clients to be honest. I'd like to think so. I mean, I said in terms of, you know, with the sessions as well, one thing that you started doing around, I want to say around November, December time was, was KO, uh, the nutrition. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. KO nutrition for those who, who don't know, uh, basically like a, it's not a food supplement, but they're just a, they're a healthy eating company. Yeah, meal prep. Um, meal prep, yeah, that's the right way. Meal prep yeah. company, you, basically, you know, you can choose your package and what suits you and they'll tailor it for you and everything like that. I want to know what kind of effect that had on you and how tempting was it to throw your sweet and sour in the bin and go to Mackey's or go to <laughs> Lobster yeah. Party or something like Because, you know, I have them myself, like you, and... As, as nice as they are, sometimes you can go, you know, I'd love XXX, whatever, do you know what I mean? So you're working in town, you're in the middle yeah. of Takeaway Central. Yeah. How hard, yeah. Or, how, or did you just get in the routine? I want to know, like, what, what impact did that have on you? Yeah, I mean, first off, the, the meals are great. <laughs> they are, you know, they, they taste phenomenal. So that helps, yeah. you know. Usually people think, oh, healthy and taste rubbish. You know, no, nah, it, it really doesn't. Yeah. The range of variety the the guys that co-op is, is 
I, you know, as you said, working in town, working late nights, running a late night bar. It's <laughs> the guys, the team, and work and mackies and lobster pots. It's it can't be easy to just be like, yeah, go on, get me a sausage dinner or get me a Big Mac meal. The way I see it, it was if I'm doing that, one, I'm spending money on getting the mackies, and then two, I'm throwing me money in a bin because I'm not going to eat me me meal prep. Yeah. So. I forced myself to buy, I think it was a four-week plan, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was a month's plan. And um, we did an offer, I think it was I think it was 50% off, actually, um, to, to get the month. So I committed to that. That was a commitment of, right, their meals are coming, regardless. So I can either eat them and get on with the great lifestyle that I've found, or I may as well just get me money and throw it in the bin and then spend more money on rubbish. Yeah. And the guys in work used to, you know, tease me all the time because now there's go everywhere. Honestly, the fridges was full of it. It was chili, sweet and sour. Everything is everywhere. Um, but no, you know, I think that was key for me uh, massively. That was that was a big key factor of of um, the lifestyle change because I can easily do three sessions with you a week, but if I'm coming home and eating rubbish, what's the yeah, point? Exactly. That's again, it. yeah. it's just waste of money, you know. I'm paying for a service, but then I don't want to be the type of, oh, God, why am I still fat? It's because I'm going home, scrambling a load of mackies, yeah. ordering a big fat KFC, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Co was huge. It, it really was. Um, up until probably lockdown, where I haven't really had one, but yeah. luckily for me, um, I've kept that food clean, um, yeah. which I'm quite proud of. You know, I've yeah. really enjoyed cooking. Uh, but yeah, Co was brilliant. You know, you know, there's there's another thing as well, as you say, you know, you you you're having your like you, you were having your KO every single day for three, four months, something like that until yeah, lockdown yeah. happened. Yeah. And one one obviously one worry for me when lockdown happened was with my clients, I was thinking, Oh no, we can't get in the gym. What's their lifestyle gonna be like? Yeah. Um, you know, I I'd even stop training and whatever else. But then Mom was like, what about the food? Like the food is, is the biggest thing. You can go for walks, you can go for a run, you can yeah. do whatever you want. But obviously you've been sending like your food, like some photos yeah, yeah. like it does look like <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Honestly, I think I'm Gordon Ramsay in the kitchen. <laughs> like if anyone comes to my space, I'm like, get out the way, I'm cooking. You know what I mean? I get aggressive, I'm like, get away from me, green beans. Like... But no, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying cooking like the healthy meals and, you know, I'm eating less like, I'm finding I'm eating like less red meat and stuff and I'm experimenting with more of the vegetarian side, which I find really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm proud. I'm taking photos and I'm sending them to my dad. I'm like, look at this. You know, I'm sending to you. I think yeah. I've tweeted one, a collage. Yeah. Do you know think I am? <laughs> Jamie Oliver, I'm making collages of food. But no, you know, I think finding get finding the enjoyment in that has helped. Yeah. Um, and if I hate the cooking, if I hate the cooking, maybe I'll be getting ready meals and banging them in the microwave. Yeah. And um, so I'm lucky in that aspect that I actually do enjoy cooking and I do like experimenting with different ingredients and keeping it healthy. You mentioned before about footy as well, and as I said, we play footy in October, something like that. September, October, yeah. September, I think it was. And uh, as you said there, like after a couple of minutes, you you wanted to go and goal. You were tired, like you yeah, were yeah. you were you were really out of uh, breath and that. 
But then me and you played footy in January again, didn't we, with like a couple of lads that we've knew for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I remember you sprinted for the ball and I remember saying this to you in the car after. <laughs> yeah. You sprinted for the ball. And I was like, oh no. Like he's gonna be absolutely not <laughs> like this is like straight away. In fact, no, it's yeah. not like you don't want you don't yeah. want early and I was like, actually it doesn't look too bad. And then literally about half an hour later. It was, like, it was the first minute then, yeah, yeah. Sprinted after the ball. It was, like, it, it, it was mental. Yeah, like I couldn't believe it, like. I just had this like any I've seen that ball, I was like that ball's mine. Like and I'm getting there, I am getting there and I I do remember I remember sprinting for it and I got I got the ball and I was like, I still feel great. Yeah. Like what is this feeling? Like I felt like I was fifteen, sixteen again. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. That was like a turning point for me. That was where I was like, Right, here we go because yeah, yeah I can do before photos, I can do after photos, I can I can see on the scales that you've lost a stone or whatever. But in t- like you still might not feel in the best shape, even though you're doing that. How many boxers have you seen that you know lose so much, so many pounds before a fight, and they're yeah. literally dead on the scales and stuff? Sometimes yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've always said numbers on scales don't really matter. That's why yeah. we always do the photos. We always do, yeah. And I just remember, I remember you sprinting for that ball, like towards the end of the game, bear in mind as well. And I was like, wow, like, and I remember you, like, you went for a run with the ball, like you. you Doing whatever you had to do with the ball, and I remember looking at you and I was thinking he's gonna like be knackered after this, and yeah. you just started trotting back. And I, I was did, like, yeah. wow! And that that yeah, was the turning yeah. point for me there. That was where I was like, right, like this is the start of something good here. Yeah, and it's stuff like that, you know, where you notice in yourself, like, wow, you know, four months ago, <laughs> sprinting for a ball wouldn't even come into the equation. Like, I, I'm not doing it. And it's it's a turning point in your life, like that moment where you're like, right, okay, the change happening. I'm feeling this, you know, physically. I'm feeling great. As I said to you, we finish after an hour, and I can I could easily carry on, easy. Yeah. And that's such a good feeling, you know. I've felt that for years. Yeah. Just uh, brilliant. Uh, like before we wrap this up, I want to speak about lockdown because obviously we're still in it now. We've been in it for about two months, two and a half months, something like that. Yeah. Um, and as I said, I like for me with with all my clients, it was a worry, even for myself, because I love work and I'll work from whatever hours I have to. And I was thinking, you know, like this is gonna affect me. But to be honest with you, in in terms of how I feel physically, like I feel fitter than ever at the moment. Um, because obviously I'm doing bike rides with yourself and I'm doing workouts every day for the YouTube channel, but. I want to know what how lockdowns affected you and helped you in any way. You know, I want to I want you to tell me how you feel lockdown because I know personally from being with you most days during lockdown, yeah, yeah, how, like yeah. That, how, how you are. But I want to know how lockdown, or I want you to tell people how lockdowns kind of impacted you and affected you and whatever else it has done. Yeah, um, physically, it's been fantastic. And obviously, being in a lockdown situation is is rubbish it's rubbish for everyone you know everyone just wants to get back to normal but i'd be sitting here in line if i didn't say this is the fittest i have ever felt ever you know where i'm doing a 40 50k bike ride and i'm not tired at all it's insane like if you you said to me a year ago in a year's time we'll do a 50k bike ride 
and you you could go for another one. Yeah, I'd say it's a jog on. You know, yeah. for me, it's it's helped my fitness massively in terms of cardio. Um, cardio is always something I've been scared of. I just don't like doing it, but I enjoy our bike rides that we go on, and you know, it's something I look forward to and feeling physically fit is, is amazing. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I can't wait to get back playing football because yeah. God, I'm going to be God knows I'm going to think I'm Usain Bolt or someone. Or, <laughs> you know, it's great. It really is. Like, that, that's another thing because can you still hear me there? Because my microphone's saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, that's another thing that's, that's kind of always kind of, uh, as I said, worried me with, with lockdown is how it's going to have an effect on people's fitness more than anything else. Yeah. And like we, we both kind of said, you know, when lockdown happened, you know, th- this doesn't mean that we can't do anything, do you know what I mean? We can find ways of doing stuff. And from from the get-go, we kind of said we'll do like socially distanced bike rides and whatever else. And I remember yeah. we went on our first one and uh, it was on a Sunday and we met up about nine o'clock. And we'd done it, but we had like stop-offs, didn't we? We had like two stop-offs. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. wasn't necessarily because we were tired. It was just, it was just kind of the norm. Let's have a little breather here, yeah. and then we'll ride, and then let's have another breather. Yeah. And um, one reason that I've wanted to carry on doing these bike rides is obviously because I know it's helping you a lot. So as I yeah. say, you know, there's been times where we've woke up at six and we've gone so tired and my knees are sore from whatever. Yeah. But let's go out and do it. We've done once, it. once we're on it, we're, we're doing it. And we've done, I mean, I don't know how many kilometres we've done in, like, this lockdown. Um, but, like, I've said to you recently, like, your fitness has just gone so much better. We're going up hills that I never imagined us going up two months ago, do you know what I mean, on a bike. Um, I never imagined us to meet up at six o'clock outside the lava buildings. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's helped out yeah. so much, like... Um, and it's helped out for you for your sessions when we when we obviously go back properly into the gym and everything else because yeah your fitness levels are going to be ten times better than before yeah you finish yeah. because we've always tried to beat around the bush and we've done cardio but we've always done like boxing and then we'll do like slam balls and we've done different cardio yeah, exercises yeah. whereas this has just been now forty k yeah. every single day getting yeah. getting out what we can and as you said like we're not out of breath. A couple of hills with a bit. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, at the, yeah, at the, at the um, end of it, it's like easy. Yeah, and, which is and, great. And like, what's good with you is as well. I mean, we went back yesterday for the first time in in the studio, but you're you're now like cycling to the gym as well. You've got a car, yeah, and you're cycling yeah. to the gym. Do you know what I mean? And, and that doesn't sound not major to people who are probably listening, but. Like, you could easily just get the car and it'd take you two minutes yeah, to yeah. the gym. But to do that 10-minute bike ride there and that 10-minute bike ride back, it all adds up. And now you're looking at your watch going, right, I want to beat my time. I want to beat yeah. my calories. I want to beat this today. And that's the perfect goal you should have, like. Yeah, definitely, 100%. As I said, you know, two months ago, I began in that car. <laughs> I ain't riding down the dock to the gym. It just ain't happening. But now I'm like, I'm not getting that, you know, there's not a chance I'm saying put in that car. Um, and again, that's the lifestyle change, which I have to say is a positive from the lockdown. If I have to take a positive, yeah. you know, I'm going to be a bit selfish and say it has helped me. Yeah. Like, 
I think as well, like one thing that I'm looking forward to when, when we go back to the gym, as I said, is if we can keep it up with this nice weather and we can keep the bike rides up and we can keep, you know, doing the, the weights that we've done like yesterday and stuff. Like, as I say, you know, this has kind of gave me a bit more motivation as well because, you know, just like yourself, you know, you, you're doing the same job every day. You're doing that. I've never lost passion for it, but you get to a point where it's like, okay, here's the next client. Let's do this, 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 and that. And then they yeah. go, let's do this, this, and that. And then they go. And it's not, like I said, every every hour's different with a different client, but it gave me a passion. It gave me something to look forward to. But I want to know your, your goal now because what we said was... We wanted to get to like what thirteen stone ten by the Grand National was it something like that or yeah the National was yeah um and like we were on the bike the other day and you said I was actually thinking that you've reached like you've reached that goal even though we've had lockdown mm-hmm. just obviously the bike rides are helping in that way you still losing weight doing it but I want to know what's your what's your next goal now have you got something for August or have you got something for Christmas or what's what's your next goal. I think the goal for me now it's not so much I want to be 13 stone by this date or whatever. I think it's just to keep this momentum up and push further. And um, obviously getting back in the gym doing the social distancing one-to-one PT sessions is going to help massively. And uh, you know the bike rides are great and the the weights continue to fall off, which is fantastic. But for me now, I just I really want to get into shape. I think by this time next year, I want to look back and be like, who is that person? Yeah. And you know, I, I, I think you will like, to be honest with you. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I think mentally, I'm, mentally I'm there. And physically, I'm not yet. But, you know, I'm 100% there and that I will be there. And I think that's, that's the type of motivation that I need. And from obviously myself, foremost, you know, you need to motivate yourself. That's, that's, that's a key factor. But obviously, from you as well as my PT and also as my best friend, it, it does help and uh, bear me on. So, yeah, maybe we'll do a podcast in a year's time and maybe I'll get my top off. We'll keep a PG. <laughs> you don't have to, don't worry. <laughs> I, I was uh, like, I, again, just before we go, but I always say, like, People message me when, when I put a video of you and I'll always screenshot you them and, and tell you what people are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the amount of people who go, wow, like, he's lost so much weight or wow, he's doing yeah. millions, isn't he? And my reply is, and it probably comes across a bit like, I don't know, I, I don't even know the way, but it, it probably doesn't come across right how I want it to. But I always say, like, this is just the start. Because yeah, yeah, we yeah, are still is. only nine months in. Yeah. We are still yeah. in lockdown. We have... I had so many things interrupting the, the sessions, you know, in such a short space of time. And, you know, you being a 13 stone seven as you are now isn't what we want. We still want to progress oh, no, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. say, say for instance, you said, oh, I want to be 12 stone and that, that's my goal. And that doesn't mean that we're going to start, you know, that's, that's a goal. And then you've got to build and, you know, maintain. And that's what I always say when people say you're doing brilliant. I go, well, yeah, but... We haven't got anywhere yeah. near where we want. We haven't even touched the surface. But it's it's crazy because you've just said I want to look back in a year's time at yourself and go, who was that guy? Yeah, yeah. Like we're already kind of doing that now. Like you know, like oh. in that North Face jumper the other day, the white one. Like you look like a totally different person in that. Yeah. 
like in that new photo compared to that one. It's they all seem skin tight on me. Like I don't even know why why I even left the house with that on is beyond me. Because I look at that photo and I feel sick. Yeah, I look like Mr. Blood. Like, I'm like, geez, what is going on? And then I put it, I put it on, and I was like, wow, it's quite funky on me though. And it was such a good feeling. That's right. one thing I'm gonna say about you, Tom. Your impressions uh, of this game. There is no one that I you do, cannot I do. I do love an impression. <laughs> if you had to choose one, who's your best impression? Oh God, that's hard. Um, I don't know, I like doing the um, the gingerbread man from Shrek. Go on. Um, <laughs> Not the gum drop button! Shrek's <laughs> 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 yeah. a good one. Shrek's a good one. I like doing donkey. I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. I've always done it. You know, my dad used to always do the impressions and he used to always try and copy him and it just it's just gone from there and I, no, love but it. I will literally I will literally say somebody's name or someone on the or a character yeah. and you you will just go into that impression and I yeah. like I'm like, how can you like how can you get it? I listened to it once and nine times out of ten I can do it off the bat. And um, sometimes I might have to listen a few times but I remember watching Friday Night Dinner for the first time and hearing Jim and I was just like hello Jackie you know it's just it's do it brilliant I mean laughing and like honestly every every person like I reckon you could do like you could do an hour long show just impressions and I reckon I would know who you are if I knew that person if I actually knew of that character I reckon I would guess them all just by it's just funny. It's funny. Are, like, unbelievable, Larry. Um, it's a medium, laddie. <laughs> so, we'll wrap it up there, but like, listen, you know, like, we've done about an hour or so there. Um, as I say, you know, you're the, the first one I wanted on. I asked you literally this morning, I just thought, you know what, it's time to do it. I want to do it. Um, and like, with no it's hesitation, like- you was like, yeah,literally,当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当当